The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I love gold! Welcome everybody to the newest edition of Pillow Talk. It's your boy. It's your friend Franklin with the bucket hat and the glasses. You know the deal. You know, I'm like a little character. I'm like Andy Katz, but my bucket hat will someday be iconic, I hope. And as always, I'm joined by the coolest uncle of my whole world, Uncle Howard. What's up? It's Tuesday night, the quintessential party night. Tuesday night, it's the night everyone forgets about because they don't even know they've gone through a Tuesday most of the time, and that's why you and I can be found almost anywhere. Tilted Kilt, you can find us at Papa C Beer, any old where, and you know, Franklin, I'm feeling great, I'm feeling fantastic. Yeah. I am energized by all of the candidates, Beto, Mayor <laughs> Pete, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, they're all speaking to me, and they're speaking my language, and that language is energy we were at tilted kilt watching the uh, the democratic conventions going on where else would you be but besides tilted kilt we told them turn off the playoffs we told them there's bigger state we told you <laughs> that was my jack nicholas and this is yeah. christian slater put on the politics man i want to listen to some politics very close to jack nicholas yeah uh, nicholson very similar guys <laughs> Very similar, man, but Slater's <laughs> got more of a grimy thing, and Nicholas is more older. Hey, Slater, I'm at Tilted Kilt with you. We can't grab the butt cheeks like we used to. Yeah, Jack. Wow. All right. That was <laughs> it's really like... good. I didn't know whether you were coming or going. That's, <laughs> that's something that's no big deal to guys like us that have the <laughs> time stone, and we can be both Jack Nicholson and Christian Slater. You know, they were once one and the same, but we uh, we decided to uh, they, they were once merged and we unmerged them. And now they're two separate entities, one a lot younger, of course. That's how that way Jack Nicholson could live on forever. You know, it's a yeah, nice little treat. He, there for will us. always be a Jack Nicholson. How is he? How is he? Uh, how do you put this? How is he alive? Well, because he's got the heart of a pervert and that keeps you, <laughs> <laughs> keeps you young. Yes. It does forever, young man. He's got as long as you got the heart of a pervert. You, I mean, look at Donald Trump. I mean, that is not a healthy man, but he's a pervert, so he's doing fine. It's like I don't eat well, like, but I'm a damn pervert. I'm a horn dog, and you bet your buns that I'm gonna be sticking around for a while, as long as I'm horny, at least. You know, as long as just stay horny, my friends. I don't get horny. I stay horny. That's right. Twenty five, eight, twenty five, eight, even on a leap year. Anyways, I forgot to do the intro where we do this podcast live from our king size bed. That's right. We're the only uncle nephew duo that broadcasts from the bed they sleep in at night. And every night we pick a little movie to watch and a movie tonight 
Well, what do you got, Howard? What do you got on deck? What do you got on VHS? Well, I have one of the finest films that anyone has ever seen in the entire world. This stars a man who has Adonis blood and tiger DNA. This oh, is no. This is the man who's done it all. He cured himself of AIDS with mind powers. Oh, no. This is... Charlie Sheen's finest role. It also stars a hot little tomato by the name of Christy Swanson. Ooh. It also right. stars Henry Rollins, the funniest bad boy in all of Southern California. But What's it also, this movie called? Well, I want to just tell you one more thing that also okay. features in it. What if I told you that Anthony Kiedis and Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers were also in this movie. Does he have a sock around his dick in it? Wait a minute. I only thought Anthony Kiedis and Flea were in Point Break, you might say. <laughs> That's because you're a dum-dum who's never seen The Chase. Whoa, The Chase. Now, okay. this is cool. Charlie Sheen is on the run from the cops, but he's a good guy, and he's handsome. So what does he do? He takes a beautiful blonde hostage, and then he's making a run for the border. But who's on his tail? Nothing but the tireless police officer, Henry Rollins. Wow. This movie has got it all. It's got people having sex in a car. It's got... <laughs> I haven't seen that before. It's got Anthony Kiedis and Flea driving poorly. <laughs> you know what? I have no recollection of this movie, but I recall that shot in all the commercials. I just remember Anthony Kiedis and Flea in a pickup truck, I think. Yeah. Just driving down. They're like, whoa! As they spin around or whatever. <laughs> that's all I remember of this. I have no recollection of anything else. Just that small tidbit kept in my brain. I wish Anthony Kiedis was in more movies. He is definitely the highlight of Point Break. When somebody's like, you shouldn't come surfing here, and then it cuts to Anthony Kiedis, and he goes, that would not be a good idea. <laughs> he, fun fact, Anthony Kiedis went to the Attack of the Clones premiere in a uh, L.A. Lakers jersey, actually. So Well, he pretty represents cool L.A. nonstop. Just, he does, and all his music. He's under cold. the bridge downtown. You know what bridge that is? That's every single bridge that the semi-truck in Terminator 2 drove under. <laughs> is, you hang on a lot of bridges, don't you, yourself? You have kind oh, of a bridge crew. I do. I'm uh, well-connected among the trolls, and... Uh, we feast well on birria daily. Oh, man. Well, my movie, how crazy is this? It also stars Charlie Sheen. What? Yeah, and it's called Good Advice. So, oh, Good Advice. That sounds funny. Good Advice, good movie as well because this is, I mean, first, you have him and his real-life girlfriend, Denise Richards at the time. Ooh and she, la la. And he's had a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> That's right. So she was something of a Dear Abby, kind of answered people's advice, and she hit the road and dumped Charlie Sheen's butt. So oh my goodness. he decides he needs to make a little money, so he starts writing her columns for her, and they get more popular than ever before, all because... It's a male's point of view. And John Lovitz is also And that's hard to come by. And that's, it's a male's point of view from a woman's perspective. 
Wow, so, that's brilliant. Kind of a Tommy Loren type situation, you know? Yeah, you don't know whether you're coming or going. Well, John Lovitz knew that Charlie Sheen needed to milk this, and I don't recall mm, much. I bet he did. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he was just like, Charlie, you got to take this for all it's worth. It's a gold mine. And then Doris Roberts, not Doris Roberts, George Costanza's mom, Estelle Estelle something. Rogers, Harris. Howard Harris, Estelle Harris. Estelle Harris is like, just we looked it up Charlie about Shane. 30 seconds before we and started I forgot, recording. I forgot still. I still <laughs> forgot. So I'm not proud of this. I'm not proud, but we nonetheless. We do research and it doesn't matter. The movie's called Good Advice. I need to revisit it. I, I, there, oh, there's a scene where Charlie Sheen goes to see some art and some guy on stage. He kind of looks like Ryder Strong, uh, Sean from Boy Meets World, um, but it's not him. But it looks like him. Is and it the guy who was on C Lab? 2021 I don't know I don't watch cartoons he died uh, no okay. he was it was an adult show just because it's on adult swim doesn't mean it's adult no oh you've made me furious <laughs> <laughs> you know just because you watch your family guy on adult swim doesn't mean it's for adults but adult swim very funny very funny that's TBS <laughs> but there's a scene in good advice where this guy who looks like uh, Sean from boy meets world he um how do you put this? He farts out blue paint and uh, as part of his art exhibit, and that blue paint scatters right into Charlie Sheen's face. So, not a good time. Did he put the blue paint in his own butt? Yeah, I think he butt-chugged paint and then farted it out. I don't, I don't remember this now, movie. Now, yeah. that's so funny because... That is funny, though. I, I, I butt-chugging, what a funny idea. <laughs> it is, it is. And then, who was the guy in uh, Canada... That love the butt chuck, um, like he's like a governor or something. Robert Brett Ford. the Hitman Heart. Oh, Rob Ford. That's no, not right. Rob. Is it Rob Ford? Yes, he may may God rest his soul. He was mur he was murdered as well. Um, <laughs> it was a picture of hell. A very good friend of mine. Um, one of my best friends, of course. Good friend of Drake's too. Yeah, good friend of Drake. Good friend of the Six. And God. Uh, he's mourned, and uh, I think we can all say, go Raps. And I guess. I'm not going to vouch for Toronto in the playoffs, man. The T-Dot. No. No, they are Barney in the playoffs, as they like, as a... Talking heads like Skip Bayless, who's definitely not racist, like to say. Hey, if Skip Bayless wasn't racist, why would he always be talking to a black guy? <laughs> oh, God. You know he has that line stored at some point in his life to say that, right? Yeah. I'm not <laughs> racist. One of my best friends is Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Look at the man across from me. How could I be a racist? Is Stephen so, so a strange about this. Stephen A. Smith accepts me. I went to his bar mitzvah. <laughs> Oh, man. So we got a good night of movies picked out for us, I have to say. I'm this is going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm in a terrific mood, Franklin. I'm in one of the best moods I've ever been in. How about you? You know what? I'm a little down today. I'm a, I'm down in the dumps because I don't have a brewski in hand. If, for full disclosure, you know, I need a brewski in my hand right now. I live that Don Draper lifestyle. You know, it's not, it's not a gimmick. It's a lifestyle, and I feel like I'm depriving myself right now. You know? Well, yeah, I can. I understand that because I've had a couple Don Drapers myself tonight, and I've been never feeling better than ever before. And thank you for rubbing that and not letting me have any. Well, we live in the same home. 
the we well what a lot of people out there don't understand how our living situation is and True. we sleep kind of a catty corner to each other and I keep a certain number of items underneath the uh, mattress <laughs> and Franklin keeps a certain amount of items underneath his mattress and we understand that these items are not supposed to be shared between us which is why it is always so funny we when live they take by all of Franklin's and then mm-hmm. replace it with what he considers to be inferior products. Yes, I understand. You give me a lot of your junk. We live by the I Love Lucy set of rules where we have a piece of tape uh, across the room, and we cannot cross those paths. We did just you, can't. Do you reference I Love Lucy because Desi Arnaz, much like you, is a proud Cubano? Ah, uh, yes. He might be somewhere in that family tree of mine. I just got to find that branch. I got to I gotta climb up it someday and see. I love the Lucy. I love Lucy theme song. Lucy. I love Lucy. Uh, there's no words. They're hey, the hey, first biracial family. No, there's, there's no words to I love Lucy. <laughs> you cannot create lyrics for I love Lucy. Where do you think, where do you get off doing that? The fucking nerve. It goes I'm proud of yourself. I have never been more pleased with a joke that I've made on this podcast than that one right there. Oh fucking I love Lucy. You you ever give lyrics to the fucking a theme uh you have lyrics to the Seinfeld song? As sure. well, I mean, no, yeah. no, you don't. Seinfeld. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. I'm the Jewish guy in history with my observations. I will note modern society. Lord, never again, folks. Never again. I apologize on his well, behalf. You're uh, not Don Draper like I am. No, you know, but you are. There are some things you just don't do. You don't cross line. You don't add theme song. You don't add lyrics to. Do you, does the Stone Cold Steve Austin have lyrics to his song? No. The glass breaks and he means business and he walks down. When you add I'm lyrics, stone, that's sacrilegious. Stone Cold Austin. I like to drink a beer and kick. Wow. You knew it was him when the sound of the glass was breaking. Now that's because that's him throwing the beer to the floor. Cause he's yeah, done he said, I'm done with this beer. <laughs> it's true. It. Yeah, I'm, it's not part of the song. I'm furious at Vince McMahon. Yeah, are you? Yeah. For what? Oh, well, oh, oh, you? Oh, I thought you were. I, I would, well, I but, st- you're still, you're no, talking for Stone Cold. Well, but I'm glad you asked because I am actually. His, this partnership with Saudi Arabia business, <laughs> look, I, I, I think. I'm furious because I think he needs to be friends with more countries. <laughs> that just Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I think he needs to be friends with, uh, you know, uh, Saddam Hussein era Iraq. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, do right he, by them. Yeah, he needs to be friends with uh, President Erdogan of uh, Turkey. All you know, all these guys. He needs. You think to, he needs to make more alliances? Yeah, you, that's that's the one thing that Sting didn't understand, was he didn't align himself with the NWO, and well, then he had to hide in the rafter. Well, one Sting understood he needed to. That's yeah, true. There were two Stings. There, were, like two there stings. were two Undertakers. Well, we're friends with the other Sting. He's a friend of the show, Jeff Farmer. Yeah, Jeff Farmer, a good, good man. guy, good man, good man. So, 
let's go dive into straight to the topic, Howard. We let's got fan dive questions. Dive into something. Uh, that what are you talking? Muff diving, really, Howard? You're, you're talking about muff diving. Muff Grow up. Okay. Diving. Great, thank you. You're so welcome. we. We got questions, folks. Uh, you got questions. We got answers. That's the old Radio Shack motto. You remember that, Howard? I do. I'm the one who put him out of business. <laughs> you say that like you're so proud of yourself. I am. I stole every damn circuit they ever had. <laughs> you stole everything. That was Circuit City. Yeah, well, I put them out of business, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hope you're proud of yourself. So the first question we got. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Horny pervert 69. Uh-oh, this friend guy. Well, he is a friend of mine, but he's one of those friends that you uh, don't want to run into when you're taking your mom to P.F. Chang's. That's true. That's a lovely sentiment right there. Yeah, hey, everybody, Mother's Day is coming up real soon, and I urge you all to take your mother to P.F. Chang's. Yo, that's legit dope. I love P.F. Chang's. Get her, I love P.F. Chang's, too. Uh, I think their portions are getting smaller. Hey, we're, this is a food episode, so we can do this. And uh, one time I was there, there was a guy just vomiting wildly in their bathroom. and that. No way, really? Kind of put me off my meal a little bit, but not enough Jesus. that I didn't eat it. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so gross. That's Yeah, it was so, like, man, you are too drunk on these sake mojito coolers or whatever they serve. Jesus Christ. I think I've been there before. I mean, not drunk like that. We've I all mean, been drunk in a P.F. Chang's. Yeah. You're I mean, not, not a special. No. So, okay. We got a question from Horny Pervert 69 He says, I like to eat ass. What's the best way to prepare the perfect bite of bu Oh, my God. I the mean, perfect is he, bite of butthole. Perfect bite of butt. Maybe he means like a cheek, like the perfect bite to really feel like you. You really. I mean, this this is is this a smut hour? Uh, horny, horny pervert, sixty nine. Let me just briefly. I'm gonna. I'm. I assume your your perversion is not just garden variety, but you're the kind of pervert who's willing to take it all the way across the line. You know where that line is, and you're breaking for it, way over it. No, there was a, a man from Germany named Armin Muse who once posted that he was seeking a young, well-built man to slaughter and eat. And he ate that man's penis right in front of him. So what? I think I, you don't know the story, Frank. No, I don't. Well, that's because you never pay attention when I'm reading you bedtime stories. <laughs> no, I don't. That's why I like to watch the movies. They're more there, exciting. Uh, there was a, a German man named Armin Muse, which I remember because I think that's a stupid name. <laughs> and he, he posted something on like Craigslist or something and said, I'm seeking a young, well-built man to slaughter and eat. And sure enough, someone was into it. So he, uh, you know, they met up and uh, they they went to Armin Muse's house and Armin Muse cut off the man's penis and cooked it and ate it while the man was looking at him. And then Armin Muse, good as his word, killed the guy. And what? Uh, in Germany, you know, they're a country that's very, very respectful of human life. Is this life. legitimate? This is all true. Oh, and, and, this is yeah, grim, man. Yeah, well, but listen, this is a true crime podcast now. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, this is what I think Horny Pervert's asking about, and I won't give him advice. Ask Ray Liotta. How about that? Yeah, Ray Liotta knows how to quit smoking, and he knows how to quit killing and slaughtering young, well-built oh, men, Horny well, Pervert. 
Well, didn't he get like part of his brain eaten at or something in like a movie? Oh, in Hannibal, yeah, they eat his brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he wasn't eating. Yeah, I've never seen that. Movie. And in Goodfellas, drugs eat his brain. Everyone, don't do drugs. <laughs> so, horny pervert. I, I hope that answered your question. I, I, I hate that you have to go like on the darkest route humanly possible. This is a family program. Yeah, I'm sorry, horny pervert. That might have been in bad taste for you. No. <laughs> For the horny, yeah, horny yeah. pervert deserves uh, classier answers, Howard. Come on. Anyways, now this is another classy guy here. Reverse cowboy. That's that's one of that's my fifth favorite position of sex. Reverse cowboy. Yeah, oh, reverse cowboy is one of the best positions. Yeah, it the tremendous best. upper body strength. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> it involves this. You know, you twisting your dick around and the lady just riding you like that. And, you know, whatever works. When you got four inches, you could do a lot of things, people. Yeah, Dan Bilzerian taught us that. Yeah. Friend of the show. <laughs> so, okay. We have, what kind of cheese is the best? Who, who is this? Are you Urkel right now? Like, I got any cheese. <laughs> Jaleel, what are you doing here? Hey, I'm you know. Jaleel White. You talk like Urkel on your day, on your off time, Jaleel. Always, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jaleel. Uh, I'm glad you had to Gotta go. Bye. No. Wow. Doctor oh. Evil's friends just keep getting weirder and weirder. Don't yeah, they? it used to be just Alex Jones. Yeah, it used to be just Alex Jones, and now it's Steve Urkel. Thank God it wasn't Stefan. Oh. I mean, are you a cheese guy, Howard? I mean, like, I'm not. I, I have uh, I have a sensitive tummy, man. I'm yeah. not a cheat. I mean, well, you're a Cubano. It all makes sense now. I yeah. I do love cheese. I don't mind telling you that. Reverse cowboy and uh, inverse cowgirl. Yeah. I I uh, I love cheese. I'm a, I love brie. Oh, I love a brie. I love a good camembert or a gorgonzola. So you like Brie. I'm more of a Nicky guy. You're a Brie. You're a Nicky guy. But the important thing is we like twins. twins? Yeah. <coughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. Should have, a, should have had a cough button here like Frazier, but no. Yeah. You know, uh, I do like Swiss cheese. That's dope. Provolone, whatever. You know, it's all the same to me. As long as it's not American. I'll put it that way. Is that racist? Yeah. Maybe. Well, I think it is a little racist, especially because America has never been mo made more great than it is currently. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck you. Okay, next question comes from Aaron Bryant. Best and worst world cuisines. Well, the best we already know, the kids' cuisine, because the kids decide what it is. You got that brownie right there. You got some frozen fish sticks, some corn. I mean, the kids' cuisine, that penguin doesn't fuck around, man. That yeah. French uh, bread pizza, that's, come on, man. Oh, that's tremendous stuff. That's good stuff. That yeah. is good stuff. You know, when are they going to make the man's cuisine? That's what I'm waiting for, the well, man. Not the kids' cuisine. What about I want the, the man's hungry cuisine. man? Eh, hungry man's dope. Don't get me wrong. I, I I feel like hungry man needs to step it up. I feel like they're just like all talk because that's not really a lot of food. Let's be real. Well, it used to be a lot of food back in the 1970s. Most American men were about four foot ten and 130 pounds. That's true. And that and bad. let me tell you something. It's if you eat a little bit of that Salisbury steak, you've eaten all of it. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> you eat a little bit of that Salisbury steak. You're not hungry anymore. I promise yes, you. <laughs> yes, you are. You said, I'm food. done with food for quite a while. <laughs> you say, yep, this is an adequate meal, inadequate nutrition. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. But uh, what do you think is the worst cuisine in the world, Howard? Well, as as uh, you know, the Americas are currently aware we are at war. Oh, are you there? For yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. You went silent for a second. No, 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 no. I just you went the deep state. Mm. Um, uh, Americas had never been at more trouble than with our southern neighbor, Mexico. And so I won't give them a, a red cent because they are uh, trying Fuck to get. you. They're trying to get. Well, oh, you're a Cuban, so now you're. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not also a Mexican, but I mean, am I gonna badmouth Mexican cuisine, man? I mean, shit, nah, yo, come well, on. Well, you're right. Chipotle is one of the best. Restaurants. Oh my lord. My lord, uh, this is pathetic here. The worst world cuisine is probably actually some sort of weird European one where all they eat is like forest mushrooms and cheese that tastes like in back of your knee. Well, where did like uh, Liechtenstein? I don't know. Well, like Annie, when, or, or the, the, the movie, Annie's the one where like, more? You want it, more? Uh, it's a hard knock life. No, Annie is with uh, the little curly girl who has no eyeballs. You're thinking of Oliver Twist. When Oliver you're Twist. I'm sorry. I merged That's all these depressing England. movies. England. Oh, then there you go. England. Duh. <laughs> That's that. right. <laughs> England had such bad tea that we didn't even spill it. We just threw it in the ocean. <laughs> That's true, we did. That's history, right, Teach? Yeah, that's true. I shouldn't be teaching that soon, actually. <laughs> it's good to know. It was, and they had a party afterwards, at least. They so did, nice. yeah. They threw their arms in the air like they just didn't care. All right, so Digital Justin at Pile of Trash. Digital asked, Underground. We've talked cool. about him. Thoughts on the sushi burrito, and then in parentheses, sushi plus burrito, as if we're so dumb we couldn't know and figure that out. Uh, I haven't had the sushi burrito necessarily, but look, I've been to Guy's American Bar and Grill, American Kitchen and Bar, I should say, and I've had the Guy Italian nachos. I have had the sashimi tacos, which is like a wonton taco. Yeah. That's crazy, though, because tacos are Mexican, but. Sashimi's Japanese. They merge the best of both worlds here. So I wish I could answer your question, dude. But I ha or have you had that, Howard? Well, I uh, first of all, I already forgot the question. <laughs> have you? What are your thoughts on the uh, fuck? What was the question? I lost it here. <laughs> yeah. I, no I was one knows. I'm sorry, off. Digital Underground. Is it sashimi tacos, right? Oh, that's right. Yes. So I am furious about these because I had this idea. Years and years ago, sashimi burrito. I'm sorry. Yes, that the, the only the sushi thing... burrito. No, no, it's sushi burrito. I'm sorry. I remember it. exactly where I was and what I was doing, and in fact, who I was leering at when I thought of this idea, because uh, the idea of sushi is very appealing to me. However, you're paying thirty-five, ninety-five, seven hundred and forty dollars before you even know that you ate a little bit of a fish. And what I want is I want a burrito. I love a burrito because you're paying about nine dollars for something about the yeah. size of Baron Trump. 
And that's my kind of idea. So I thought if you could combine those two, you'd be in for a hell of an idea. And then I thought sushi people ain't in for big, big food, small money ideas. So True. For, forget about it. And, and next thing that. I know, it's all anybody's talking about. Matt Lauer can't get enough of it. Aziz Ansari is a wild for it. Even Kevin Spacey and uh, Bran Singer, they're talking every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that they definitely are talking. I mean, they're talking exit strategies or not exit strategies, but comeback strategies. Yeah. Do you think they have a comeback strategy? Like, like Kevin Spacey had that video that came out at the worst time. Yeah, well, because he decided to live his life as a gay man. <laughs> I love that. Okay, guys, you caught me. I'm gay. Yeah. That's like that. That's like if you're. Uh, You've murdered somebody and you and, and you were speeding afterwards. Like, okay, you got me. Yeah. I, I I went I went fifty five. I'm sorry. I you know, uh, I got a bit uh, of a lead foot. I that's on me. Uh, that I, one's on me. I, I mean, it was Tammy Hagar who said I can't drive fifty five. I mean, come on, <laughs> it's, it's not that big a deal, guys. Lighten up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, so we got another question here. It's from Jordan on. Haas. It's from oh, Jordan Haas. good man. He says, you know, I like to munch on a good hamburger. Is he treating us like he's like we're Nick Weiger, who I have is, I, no issues with, by the way? Oh, well, I couldn't say I do, honestly, because I've never listened to a minute of his show. He's like, a, I'm the burger boy. I'm the burger boy. Like, oh, he kinda. thinks he knows burgers? Yeah, he thinks he knows burgers. You think you know burgers volume two? Is that, I'm, is that... I'm going to challenge this guy to a burger off. Yeah, at BugCon? Live at BugCon. I know he's I don't think he's going yet. Every, well, he's... If he's... Or, or at all. I don't know. I just dropped a punk card. Is he going to pick it up? Oh, shit. That's legit. Okay. So, he's asking, I was wondering if you've ever eaten anything on the king-size bed, and if so, was it your favorite food? I mean, we've had a lot of meals here, Howard. I mean, oh. that, that's kind of like, yeah, like, asking us, oof. I mean, I've really had some depressing meals on this bed, man, by myself and with you. I, I, I mean, do you have an answer for this one? Like, well, what's your favorite nighttime meal, maybe? We, we did have that wonderful meal where uh, Andrew Zimmern of Bizarre Foods uh, came by, and he cooked us the most bizarre foods and served us a 19-course bizarre meal. That was wonderful. Uh, true, Frank, true. Franklin, I, I remember you being especially taken with the... Uh, uh, Polynesian sea slug dish. <laughs> you know, I recall when we had the uh, the Benihana uh, chefs come and bring their uh, their table right next to our bed and feed us uh, shrimp and fish, right? And they would toss it right with the knives and cutting yeah. them up. And uh, you know, it was we were very dangerously close to that thing, but there was nothing like that experience. And now that was cool, wasn't that it? That was cool, yeah. Uh, Eating the, right next to the Benihana table. Yeah. Now we we've had some of the best meals, and Franklin, I don't even mind telling you, not just the best meals, but some of my best memories have taken place right in this very bed. Oh yeah, no question about that. All the sexes I've made, oof, so many. And six all the times. sexes I've watched. <laughs> what? Never mind. <laughs> Next question comes from, let me see here. We got, uh, welcome to Mar. What is his tagline? Is I can't read his account. Like, it's VI. Yeah, it's, it's just some v nonsense. It's VI. Hey, hey, this guy's. This, this guy. Good this, man, friend of the show. Figure out who he is. Follow him yourself. He is a very big welcome to Marwin advocate, like you wouldn't believe. He caught that welcome to Marwin fever. 
Marwin and Rome do oh, as no. the Romans do. You know, he's like Charlie Sheen. He's Marwinning. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So, welcome to Marwin Ask. Dine in theaters, benign indulgence, or blasphemy in the church of cinema. Now, I got real thoughts on this. Now, Spill some tea, sis. Oh, Lord. You cannot... Uh, there is a, sort, a certain sanctity to the cinema, as uh, this man has already said. You walk in. I don't want to say it's like church, but there's a certain aesthetic. There's a sticky floors. There's a space-age carpeting. And you know you're home. You're in a movie. I like the, the, the cinemas that are pitch black, that your eyes need a minute to adjust so you don't bang your shin against one of the seats, and you just need to adapt. You know, I used to go to a cinema called Frank Center Coastal. It was right by a massage parlor, so I imagine a lot of men would go there, get wanked off, and come right in and have a seat, you know, or, you know, unwind, or, or I don't know. Maybe they would jerk off in the theater as well. Maybe that's why the floors were sticky. Who knows? I don't know what Fred Willard does in his off time. Nonetheless... Having a TGI Friday's menu when you're trying to watch something as important as a movie like Tag with Ed Helms, you know, you're destroying the sanctity of the cinema. I mean, do you need to hear people's conversations going on in the background while you're trying to watch a movie? Or, oh, no, I'll have this drink. I mean, it's bad enough when couples are, like, deciding or coming in with a bag of popcorn and can't stop eating. Like, that's enough of a distraction. I don't even like popcorn, to be honest. I found, like, that's just a scam. It's, like, not even a real treat. It's just to get you to buy soda, right? How well, are you there, buddy? No, there? I'm here. I, off, pal? No, I'm here. You're I was wide awake there. I was. Hey, you shut your mouth, boy. I was. I was listening to you go off, and I was inspired, and I've never heard of passion. <laughs> it, it, it brings a tear to my. Uh, I've never heard of passion in your voice. <laughs> like I just I did, feel, boy. I and, feel. Don't call me boy. Listen here, boy. <laughs> no. I'm cur- I'm Colonel Howard Parker from now on. <laughs> If Colonel Sanders could say it, why can't I? Yeah. Well, oh, because you're a Cubano, I can't say it. <laughs> so, so I do have, I, I, I don't like fucking mozzarella sticks at a fucking movie theater. I think it's just trashy, you know? Uh, even for something like Endgame, which I, I don't respect. The, here's, briefly, if I can weigh in, I don't yeah. think people need to have the comforts of home everywhere they go. I think for two, two and a half, three, five hours, however long a modern day Marvel movie takes, you can go without having a cut with a knife meal. You Jeez, can go right? You can go without your chicken piccata. You can go without your endless breadsticks. You can go without your salad with those alarmingly large croutons and one single pepperoncini. You can go without all of those things when you're there you're not family okay people you're at the movie theater there are three things that you need to know at the movie theater one if someone sits in front of you sorry pal your legs ain't gonna stretch out all the way (laughs) number two those floors are sticky because sour patch kids melt at 95 degrees and rule number three I'm the one who's getting those Sour Patch Kids above 95 degrees. <laughs> You're heating them up. Oh, I You're heating them up and spilling I, sodas. And, I bring and... a hairdryer to every single movie I go to. And wow. I just run it on my box of kids. And I buy like seven or ten boxes of kids, and I walk up and down all the aisles. Say, yeah, that oh, is cool. Sorry, I'm disturbing your movie. I just got to spill some kids. <laughs> oh, I'm clumsy. Yeah, wow. 
You are you are a real scamp, Uncle Howard. Well, you you really are. I make the movie theater experience more authentic. Well, and, and also I like the idea of having to sneak in food. Where's the thrill there? You know, I once saw a guy, and this is a shoot, by the way. It was in that John Cusack movie when he was in the hotel room that he uh, couldn't get out of. Room it was haunted. 157 or yeah, you don't know the number, but yeah, it was like that was Sam Jackson, and I saw a man bringing in. Chinese food, fresh out of the backpack. You could smell it right there. And I just thought, wow, what a feat to bring in Chinese food. Bravo, bravo, man. Like, that's just, that's just going the extra mile. So I don't like being catered to and all that. You know, there's a certain thrill about sneaking in a couple of cold ones into a movie. I mean, that's just dope. Me and Bob Johnson did that at the, uh, the premiere of uh, Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man 2. Jamie Foxx. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, that's the one where they don't determine that he's just a kid. Now, there's going to be a third Spider-Man 2 coming out soon. Let's there find, is. Let's, <laughs> fi- let's find out if he's just a kid in that one. Hey, well, they're not in New York in this one. They're not in New York in that one. He's on a European vacation. Yeah. Oh, he's on a Euro trip. He's on a... See, we've seen this movie before. They're just remaking Eurotrip. There's, Man. you know what, Jack Allison's right. There is no creativity in Hollywood. No, no. I mean, this is just Spider-Man and Eurotrip. I mean, give me a break. Give me something original. Who is he going to be fighting? The Green Goblin. Uh, I think it's uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his Jamie Darko? Fox. Donnie Darko actor. Oh, Gyllenhaal. That boring guy who sucks in everything. <laughs> like, He's yeah. Almost handsome. He he's just like has no captivating roles like whatsoever, you know. I think his at all. I haven't seen uh, the movies that are most acclaimed of his, but I think Nor he's I. most acclaimed when he's playing an actor who, or he's playing a character who's like kind of a deadite psychopath. I I've seen uh what is it Source Code where he has it's basically With- like a. Oh, I was thinking of Swordfish. I'm sorry. No, no, you got excited. I so got Source, excited. Source Code's like a shitty version of the Tom Cruise mo- uh, movie "Live, Die, Repeat," until he can't he can't come back until his mission's complete, and it's like a train derailing. Whatever. Let's move on. We're yeah. we're talking food today. We not have, yeah, not Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Ooh, but he's something I'd like to eat. I know you would. He's he's okay. Yeah. Next question. How many forks would you rate McDonald's since the Doughboys refuse to do it? Oh, uh, man. You don't want to I, – I love this. I want to be the guys who give McDonald's a certain – I want to be able to rank them. You know what's funny? It's like I'm so over the Doughboys. Like I don't even think about them anymore. Like <laughs> It's just funny to me. Like Honestly, like it's so funny that they're talking about us because like I <laughs> – I just like you know what like uh, all the best of them you know like I'm so over the Doughboys. I don't. They can't like, stop talking about us. They can't get over us, and it's 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 funny, you know. It it's, is. It's so it's, funny. It's very very funny. Like I'm just laughing all the time. Like, you know, whatever. We're over it. We're so past it, and they just they, they can't stop. They, they can't they, get over it, and I, that's. Can't. I mean, you know, I mean that's cool, you know. I mean, like I'll pray for them. I mean, they need Jesus. Yeah. Hey, look, I'll even uh, tweet Chris Pratt. Hey, pray for them, okay? Much yeah. appreciated. Pray on so, the Doughboys. Pray on the Doughboys. Uh, oh, Lord. That's something for Weinstein to do. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, 
Is that controversial <laughs> enough for you, folks? Uh, no. I, w I would say that would be a better Kevin Spacey joke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah. Weinstein's a sex creep. He's not a diddler. Damn it, I blew it. Well, it's just the the gender yeah. preferences. Oh, that as well, but yes. Okay, so Mason at Mace Twatter is asking us how many forks. You know what? Uh, they're Zero in the forks. I love how about that. I like McDonald's. I like McFlurry's at least. I like, I like that it's there. McDonald's, you know? McDonald's breakfast serves a purpose. McDonald's breakfast definitely serves a purpose. McDonald's lunch, I mean... There's like a good one grilled artisan chicken sandwich. That's good, and that's about all I can eat from there. But uh, I still give them. I still I I like what they represent. I like the owner. I like the movie with Michael Keaton, where he's just a, a good man. He 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 builds it from the ground up, and he takes it from Ron Swanson. I know? didn't like what he did to Spider Man, though. No, it's strange. How the owner of McDonald's would uh, be such a dick to Spider-Man. Yeah, and he he knew Spider-Man's secret all along. Yeah. That's what oh, really bothers end, me. But in the end credits, uh, Michael Mando asks, Hey, did you see the guy uh, with the mask and all that? Did you see his face? And Michael Keaton goes, No, I didn't get a good look at him. So he's, like, sticking up for him in jail. Yeah, like, he's a good... Well, because Michael Keaton's a good man. He was Batman. He didn't forget those lessons. Oh, true, true, true. But you know, you think maybe that's why, because he was the Batman, he's like... And he owns McDonald's. You know, all these movies are connected. I don't understand why people don't get that. It's yeah, so it's, dumb. Oh, yeah, oh, it's a cinematic universe. Oh, it's huh? a universe? No, yeah. Why is it the same guy, though? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense that the same guy who played uh, Multiplicity would also be the same guy as Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Teach is asking us now, what is your favorite Ugh. fast food restaurant story? What is? What are you groaning? What are you being such a grumpy goose for? This, this Teach guy, man, he's just... He's another one who's going to live forever because he's always horny. That's true. He's always horny, but also I, I think he's, he's barely alive as is. <laughs> oh, come on. So I don't have a favorite fast food restaurant story. I mean, I hate to be gross and visceral, but... Fast food restaurants have been where I've seen the grossest diarrhea on display, like, imaginable. Actually, my favorite fast food story was I saw a, a large uh, a large blonde woman. Uh, I don't want to say her name. A um, big blonde gal who loves to have fun. Yeah, and she, I guess she was, she was stinking up a bathroom stall, and the lady was banging on the door for her to get out. And um, she, let the, she let the woman in. And to retaliate for her banging, she pressed all her body weight against the door. And she says, yeah, you like that? Yeah. How do you like that now? Huh? Like, just kind of giving her the business. Like, yeah, keep knocking. Yeah, that's for all that knocking you were doing. So she was, like, suffocating the swimming in her fucking, in the shit that she just took, man. So That's badass. <laughs> that's pretty badass. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's about my favorite fast food restaurant story, man. Uh, you know, rest uh, in peace. I um I I briefly touched upon it last week when I th was talking about how I threw up in front of a McDonald's at the mall and then went and saw American Beauty. Right. Uh, but that was I guess probably my best story because I at a certain point I went in the bathroom and I remember 
I, I I'm not proud of this, I suppose, but I had to Go lay ahead. down on the floor, and my friends knocked on the door and said, "Are you okay?" And I yelled, "Oh, blah blah blah." And they determined that I either uh, yelled, I'm okay, or go get help. And they decided it was, I'm okay, and left me in there. <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah. I- I've I've been on that line on the bathroom floor, and that's only when I've had uh, too much wine. Oh, but this, I've mixed, was, this was yeah. gin. I've mixed wine and beer before. Not, like, together, but, like... Doing both in the same night, and mix, I guess that's not a thing you do. Mix wine and beer, you'll feel fine, then clear. <laughs> yeah, mix them together, baby. Make a nice little drink there. Find out for yourself if it's good. <laughs> so, Bert asks us, are there any restaurants that have a dish named after either of you? Well, you know, I was actually at a, a little deli, and there was a, a chicken howie there, and I asked, why is the uh, the name of that s- sandwich a Chicken Howie? Because it was about a guy named Howie who got punked out of the out of that city and went running and crying. And they named the sandwich after him because he never came back. Howie Mandel. <laughs> and his name, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows who that could have been, you know? It certainly wasn't me because I'm the mayor of Los Angeles currently. <laughs> okay. I'm Mayor oh. Garcetti. Get the fuck out of here, man. So, do you have any rest? Do you have any uh, dishes named after you, or any sandwiches, maybe? Oh, I do. Uh, they used to call me uh, the Whopper back in the day. Oh, and, fucking a. Uh, so <laughs> that's a sandwich that's been named after me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now we know the origin story, huh? Yep. That's yeah. how it all began. All right. Now Scott Sweeney's straight up asking us. How do you feel about Guy Fieri? Well, I mean, I already went over that, man. Like, straight up, California egg rolls, dragon chili cheese fries. You know, Guy Fieri does not fuck around. I ate at Guy's American Kitchen and Bar, and it was great. The Motley Q ribs? Oh, man. Oh, Dope as good. hell. Like, garlic. It was so good. Pulled pork sliders. I mean... Look, the guy doesn't fuck around. The guy does not fuck around. But the guy Italian nachos were the best nachos I've ever had in my life, and that's a shoot. Fact. That's all you need to know, people. Here's what I'll tell you about Guy Fieri is that, uh, you know, with with, uh, climate change never more changing than it is currently, there have been a lot of fires in Northern California, and Guy Fieri is a Northern California guy, and he shows a lot of respect. He'll go out there, and there will be people who have lost their homes, and he goes and he cooks for them. So if you want to make fun of him because you think he looks like a 1990s guy wearing his bowling shirt and with his frosted tips, well, I don't see you out there cooking for anybody. You're just a dumb dumb. And Guy Fieri's out there, and he represents the Oakland, and he's out there mudding out in the Hollister Hills with his family, and he's a good man, Northern California all the way. I am from Miami, but for some reason I like Northern California. Ugh. That's beyond me, but... Forgive me. (laughs) If, maybe when, you were on death row, what would your last meals be? So I'm glad this is at Shake and Bakey, who basically got James Gunn rehired. Uh, This is a good question with the time zone and whatnot. Uh, You know, I actually relate more to the people who get like... A gla- you know, like a Coca-Cola and that's it. I don't I don't relate to the people who are like, 
I'm going to shit my way out and just get like pancakes and cereal and things like that. Not because I'm a, uh, 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 you know, those, those, you would think those are sick people, but I think I would just have too much anxiety. I, I, I am going to die here. So like, I, I don't feel like having fruity pebbles and a goddamn whopper and, and like fries from checkers and a, and a frosty from Wendy's and like chilies fucking, uh, uh, what, are, what are the honey chipotle chicken crispers, you know? Like, fuck out of here. Keep going. Um, no, I I agree. I, there's no way I'd be able to eat. The only reason you would ask for a particularly elaborate meal is because you kind of want to be a pain in their ass on your way out. Right. Yeah, that's that, right. That's the only reason ever, because you'd be like, I want a gallon of ice cream and three steaks made by Southern Mammy, and I do want Kentucky Fried Chicken, but only from actual Kentucky. And you would just go on and on and on like that, and then you'd get the food and be like, not hungry, kill me. <laughs> so, so That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why. I mean, if, if you ever look at these last words of all these guys, they're always just kind of like, fuck you guys. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty dope. I mean, and what a way, like, I, I, I know that the police won't be the ones to uh, clean it up, but getting to shit yourself on the way out is pretty cool. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe I need to think about this a little more. Maybe. I, I have to think about it a lot. And, I mean, it would depend. Like, could I have my last meal, like, you know, I, how long before you know that they were going to execute you? Do you think you would? Uh, Did they wait for you to shit and then <laughs> lose your appetite? Is my question because I was going to say a week before, but if I knew I was going to get executed in a week, I think I wouldn't have much of an appetite at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. So it's a, it's, a, it's a loaded question. I think I it, my my ideal last meal would be about. Four or five years before the actual day. <laughs> yeah, I would need that much time as well. And yeah, even then, that shit would process. freak me out. <laughs> Though I would like to shit all over the place to, yeah. for like vengeance, but no. Oh, there's there's no chance I won't shit all over the place. <laughs> That's okay. guaranteed, no matter what. I could be eating like, uh, you know, uh, uh, an acai berry, and I would still just shit like a damn deal. Hell yeah. God bless IBS. Alright. Yeah. Next question comes from Crane Wife 123 My power, you... my privilege, my pain. IBS. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> your power, your privilege, your pain. Baby. Okay. I cannot sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> Frankly, what's your favorite restaurant to take the ladies out to before sex happens? I think she means before the sex happens. Yeah, because there's only one kind. The sex, yeah. Yeah. There's the sex and the only five positions. Reverse yeah. cowboy, POV BJ, hand sex, forward, duck bill. and duck bill. Forward. Duck bill, forward's good, man. Forward's real good. Yeah, yeah. that's why it's the favorite. Yeah. So, I mean, look. I'm a pretty basic guy, so like you know, I normally you know there's there's some like tacky places in a in a place called Winwood. It's kind of an artsy tacky, place. Yet unrefined. <laughs> you got me. You got me. I was gonna say some made up uh, restaurant in an artsy part of town, but Howard, you called it. I like to take them to Hooters and see what they gotta measure up to. They see what they know what I like. And they know they have a standard to live up to from there, that point on if they want to continue being with me. So, yes, <laughs> I take them to Hooters straight up. They you go say, to Hooters. They see the standard. They see the peak ideal yeah. female body. You say, here's the competition, honey. 
<laughs> Here's the competition. You sure you sure you want to get wings or you want to get a salad? Yeah. <laughs> is this is this is this controversial? I, I, th I think maybe your best option is a small glass of water. <laughs> She'll have the water and uh, a love no. And then I will have the second cheapest thing on the menu. <laughs> No, no. I go for you know. I like the Hooters wings. I don't know why they get such a bad rap, man. Like they, I, I dig them, man. Because I'm excited for Hooters. No one's going to Hooters for the wings. They're going for the legs. <laughs> I, I'm under the Jerry Seinfeld school of thought of like, I have legs. Why do I need somebody with nice legs? I want have. I want to be with somebody who has something I don't, and that's some gazungas. Well, that's what I'm talking but about. you, you have. Uh, so. It, you have nipples. You just I have a just shut the fuck up. Man. So do you want like the gazunga part and not the nipple part? Get the fuck out of here, man. This guy only likes the total pack. I want the total. This guy package. only likes the tits, but not the nipple and the <laughs> vagina. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's what I like about women. Just those two things. I really Same. don't see much else. Uh, because nice. I'm polysexual. What am I? Pan. You're pansexual. I'm no flash in the pan. And I, uh, you know, I if I like both genders, and I have to especially like the parts that one kind has and the other doesn't. That's right. So nipples are no big deal to me. Next question. Who do we got here? We got, uh, blah, 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 blah. we got, I got, I'm looking through the wrong section. Yeah. <laughs> Funny guy I am, blundering yeah. buffoon here. Oh, yeah, this guy hasn't had any Don Trapers. Shut the fuck you, man. Thank you for reminding me. So, Taylor's asking us, TC, flat, at flattery underscore sucks. Taylor Quift. Taylor Made. He's asking us. Good man. Uncle Howard, when you want to show your special lady how much you care, what do you cook for her? Ooh. Oh, boy. First of all, Taylor Made, I... Th I I was moved by the love that you showed in New York. That, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, w w w a lady, again, I am pansexual, so I don't necessarily need it to be a lady. It could be a gentleman, or it could be a, a non-binary, or uh, are there other things? I don't there's know. There's a lot of them, yeah. There's, there's, so, there's so many, and I don't care. Uh, as long as you're a good person and you're voting for Mayor Pete, I'm all with you. I, I and Donald Trump. Yeah, Mayor Pete and Donald Trump. I think Mayor Pete would be a great president. Donald Trump, he's had his time in the sun, and he's time to be vice president. <laughs> Mayor Pete Trump, 2020. I I love to cook for my any special person that I have been romantically related with. I make. An amazing thing called a sandwich. <laughs> That's it? A ham and cheese sandwich? Ham? Yeah. No, no. no what no. do you put? I I find a cheese and then I put it on a, a bread and I give it to her. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Wow. That's touching. Hey, Bon appetit, milady. <laughs> well, it's the thought that goes into it that counts, huh? Yeah, that's all that counts. So the last question is by Sleeves. Have you ever put Taco hey, Bell... Sleeves. Wait. No, he's not Teach. No. When did that happen? Get it together, man. The reality stone is 
angry. It's fucking with us today, right? Yeah. It's switching things up. It's like we're getting like new presidents we didn't know about, and just like it's crazy shit, it's man. You don't even flip, know. It's all flip, flop, flippity flop. Have you ever put Taco Bell nacho fries in a quesarito? See, Duh. I'm not. I'm not a quesarito act uh, advocate. It, it, it's too much, and it's not that I don't like it. Uh, I, I like a burrito just fine. I like cheese and all that melted, but. I'm not an advocate for that. So I do like the nacho fries, though. Nacho fries are very dangerous, and you could get a bad batch very quickly. Like, when they're good, they're good. But when they're bad, they're worse than any fries you can find out there. Now, that is definitely true. I have had nacho fries that have touched the heavens above. And then I've had nacho fries that have made me wonder why I was even born on this earth. <laughs> right? But yeah, you know what's very funny is the localist uh, Taco Bell to uh, where I'm often located at. We sleep in the same bed every night, folks, but we don't always spend the same time together during the day. Of course. And, and, well, because that would be weird. Yeah, and, we're not weird guys. Yeah, we just share a bed. Yeah, we're just comfortable with each other. That's all. Um yeah. But the the local Taco Bell to me has many times I've been recently not had the nacho fries and they've said oh we don't have the nacho fries we can't give you this and I've said have I the Fiesta potatoes and they go yes sir and then uh, I eat the and they're so much better than the, the fries ever could be. Ah, okay, that's a, is that a life hack? That's a life hack. Order the Fiesta potatoes. Now I, I wish I could get the uh, the nacho fries and maybe I should put them in the quesadilla sometime because I'm more of a quesadilla kind of guy. Oh, si. me gusta mucho el quesadilla. I, I've been thinking of uh, crafting a quesadilla, but it's crispy like a tortilla chip, and it has dipping sauces. You know what I'm saying? So they're that just like would be amazing. So you got these like mini triangles with a little bit of meat and your cheese. But they're a little more crispier than your usual quesadillas. Not too crispy, but just enough so you could dip them in your guacamoles and your pico and stuff like that. Maybe some sour cream with a little single olive in it. You know, I'm anti-sour cream. I hate it. I'm I so... hate it. It is probably my favorite food in the entire world. Really? Yes. Ugh. I hate it so fucking much, Howard. Like, you don't even know. I, I probably made some enemies more so for this than for taking my dates to Hooters. But you know what? I stand by what I say. I stand by what I say, and that's that, folks. Like, Well, I and I have it. to respect someone who says what they mean and means what they say. Absolutely. This has been a fun episode, man. I'm hungry. Now I want to go out and like oh. get some like Sonics. Maybe we should do a podcast where we go to shitty restaurants and review them really seriously and kind of humorously. <laughs> Why are you doing this, man? We are going to get our asses kicked. I'm not I'm, I am afraid of that. Like I am afraid. Like are, legitimately. Are you afraid of that because I've got backup that you don't even know about? Didn't you see my kilt boys? I posted no, I on Twitter saw the them. other night. Those are some tough guys. I, I hope they can they afford a BugCon ticket. Well, I'm I, they're my plus four. Your plus four? Oh, you didn't get a plus four? No. Well, that's pathetic. Fuck you, man. Fuck well, everyone you. knows I'm the headline. True. We gotta do. We do have a long car ride there. I have to say, the Miata's gonna get some miles that it's week. Gonna, it's gonna get some miles, and uh, Bug Main himself, my business partner, told me that everyone's coming to the show because they want to see me, and they've got a lot of outstanding debts they want me to address face to face. <laughs> that is true. That is true. 
the Blue Ribbon Podcast Awards are also going to be there, and uh, I hope you can – have you donated to them? Yeah, I did. I donated a kidney and three lymph nodes. Wow. Class act Uncle Howard. I, I, I don't know. I hope BugCon isn't the event where we get our ask or get confronted. Like, I don't want to, like, apologize to them like a schoolboy. Like, they I'm won't sorry. know who we are. <laughs> That's Or maybe we won't know who they are because we're over it. Who are we we're, even talking about? We're, we're over them, and, it, and it's just so funny to me because we have a, a, a more diehard fan base, and, uh, and we don't need gimmicks. We don't need gimmicks. We don't need gimmicks. We don't need all these fancy guests like Paul F. Tompkins or Sarah Silverman. I mean, we're, do- we're doing this all around. I would like some of the guests, to be honest. I, I am envious uh, I am envious that they get to eat. I- I'm envious of them. I'm not going to lie anymore. I am envious in general of their talent, and I-, I, want a- I want a piece of their action. That's what I want. I want some skin in the game, Howard. I'm sorry. I can't oh, keep this up. I bet you do want a piece of their action. Aww. Well, I mean, Mitch is, is you know, that's a, that's he's a man. A, right he's there. a handsome man. That's a real man. Weiger, I mean. He's a very big boy, and that's very respectable. I found out the other day Weiger did a uh, uh, Gungan style, the uh, Gangnam style uh, spoof video, Howard. Have you seen this before? Have you seen uh, Gangnam, uh, Gungan, Gungan style? No, but I, I guess I finally have to admit that this is a funny man. Yeah. Watch it. I'll send you a link later. It's pretty funny. Good on him. Good. This is our olive branch, guys. Let's 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 just say you guys can give us some guests from time to time, and I suppose we can be cool. You know what, Doughboys? We'll let John Hodgman be on our podcast. We're fine with that. Yeah, you know what? You want to throw John Hodgman on? By all means, we'll accept it. We'll accept it, yeah. and we can be friends. We're not picky, you know. We're- We'll take anybody. We'll take your Scott Ackerman. That's no big deal. Well, Howard, uh, I feel like if the Doughboys can't accept our apologies, do you have any words for them? Besides to follow us on Twitter, I'm at BuckTVFranklin. Sure, and I am also on Twitter. My name is Miata, M-I-A-T-A, Guy, G-U-Y, four, four. You, you, I am on Twitter. We do have a, uh, a, I don't know, we've got a Twitter, but I don't even know what it is. Pillow Talk PCAST. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah, oh, we've got a Facebook page. Whenever I go on my Facebook account, it always says they haven't heard from you in a while. So <laughs> I guess you can follow us. You just search Pillow Talk with Uncle. We're on Ello. We're on Ello with uh, Rihanna. And, um,. <laughs> If you want to send me or Franklin a DM or however you choose to communicate with us, just let us know. We won't uh, sell you to any higher bidders, but we will send you some stickers absolutely for free. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. If you can like us, if you can subscribe to us, if you can write us a review and give us five stars, use a lot of words, use as many words as you know how to say, that will be great. If you're on SoundCloud, hit that heart. You know I like it. Um, listen to Virtual Pros if you like wrestling. They're not 
I just We're giving them free plugs, man. Well, I stole their catchphrase. It you seems did. fair. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, it's fair. They're good guys. And, yeah, they're all right. Uh, but anyway, mostly listen to us. We are Pillar Talk. We're going to be at the Bug Convention. That's in June in Eighth Burbank, California. 8th and 9th. And uh, you'll be able to see us. You can talk to us for approximately 30 seconds before <laughs> we're going to need you to go away because you're going to be a weirdo. And if you talk to us for longer than 30 seconds, uh, please go fuck yourselves.